Hey, it's Anya. It's your girl, Nadia. What's up, guys? It's Trent. And I'm Ramesh, and we are The Community. We're covering the latest in pop culture, politics, and everything in between. Let's get started. Good day, and welcome to another week of The Community. So this week, for me, has been... I know I feel like every week I say it's been a rough week, but I feel like this week has been one of the roughest weeks for me. Um, since being quarantined, I had two anxiety attacks um, just because I'm frustrated about being home. You know, it, I have arrived to that mental break where it's like, okay, I really need something else to do. I've done the cook all day. I've done the do certifications. You know, now I need something to actually focus my mind on um, on a consistent basis. So um, I'm over mentally the quarantine. Um, I, I'm officially feeling the quarantine fatigue. Um, so this week has been rough. Uh, the lighting at the end of that tunnel is that we have officially made it to phase four of the five-phase plan to reopen the country. I don't know if we are quite ready to be in phase four, but we are there. So how's everyone else this week been, and how do you think our next few weeks will be looking like? Um, I think we have been phase four for quite some time, um, to be completely honest. So it's not a shocker that we're going into phase four, especially if they want to align with the proposed opening of the borders for international commercial flights, July 1. So that would make sense that we'd be going into phase four. I will say that I do hope that our citizens truly take precaution, um, as to not only protect themselves from the virus, but at the same time, not adversely affect the phases and make us have to go all the way back to phase one. Like, I, I, I can't. Um, I think that I will, in my opinion, COVID's not going anywhere, ever. Um, I am not super confident that a, fire, that a vaccine will be found. I am confident that some sort of um, virus suppression, such as an antiviral, um, would be found, but not necessarily a vaccine. So I do think that regardless, we still have to find and figure out a way to live with this virus um, because lockdown and quarantine and while slows it down, does not eradicate it. So at one point, it's either going to, like, we have to make a decision. So I hope that persons take proper safety precautions and staying safe as we go through these viruses and reopen the country because... At the end of the day, you stay safe during quarantine just so that you could advance in the phases. Don't be stupid and now retract back to your original actions when you know you can't and bump us all the way back to phase one. Yeah, yeah I agree totally with Nadia. Um, for me, let me start with my week. It's been, it was pretty okay. Um, minimized social media this week. Um, after all that stuff, it's still too much for me. I've had a pretty good week. Um, hearing that we are moving into phase four and all of that, I got a little anxious about it. You know, um, while I do want to be out and I want to socialize, um, I've gotten comfortable with being here at home all the time in my nest because I felt like it was like my safe place. So now with the country being open even more and then we're about to begin to let international guests in. I got a little bit a little bit anxious. So it's like a mix of excitement, like yes, we're going back into normal some form of normality, but it's also like how now do I 
make sure that I'm still keeping myself safe as possible and how am I going to now function as normal as possible with COVID, you know, still floating around. Like Nadia said, it's never going to go away. You just have, you have to learn how to maneuver or deal with it. Okay. So I'm happy that we're opening and we're starting to get things back and rolling, but there's still some anxiety about it because you don't want to, you know, you've sacrificed all of this to get to that point and then you'd be stupid about it. And then we have to start all over again. So for me, it's, it's excitement, but it's also a little bit, I'm a little bit nervous about it. Mm-hmm. Likewise, um, I've been eating extra <laughs> a lot this week. <laughs> I'm just ready to go back to the gym and get all of the weight off of me. Um, but at the same time, I'm still very cautious about it. For me, I don't think that I'll be returning to the gym immediately after. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, I, I, I thought about it, right? I thought that I would have. I thought that once they reopened, I would have been like, I've got to get back in there. Yeah, but yeah. I think yeah. because so many places have been having second waves and it's been such a resurgence in certain places, I don't want to be exposed to that right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I understand that to keep our immune systems heightened, we need to expose ourselves to uh, the elements, but I still trying to be as cautious as possible. Yeah, doesn't mean to be silly. Yeah. So I think just remaining focused on doing my at-home workouts is going to be key for me, staying motivated and focused on in that regard. And then, like you said, Trent, trying to curb the desires to eat whatever's here. So going to the food store now for me is more of a, yes, what is going to make me happy about being locked inside, but at the same time, be healthy and nourishing versus being just a cheat. (laughs) Yeah, so that's how I think I'm gonna be coping once we get out of this. So- For for me, um, I don't know. I thought I would be so excited about this. Like, you know, I'm ready to go to brunch. I'm ready to, you know, be out there, but I I don't know what's happening. Like, I just, I'm afraid. And I I, I'm wondering if, like, if that's okay to be a little bit afraid or a little bit cautious about it, you know? Yeah, you should. Catching the virus, obviously, is a very serious thing. And you don't want to have to, you don't want to catch it. And then you, you're in such a bad condition. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's okay to be cautious. I think there's nothing wrong with that. You're not stupid or you're not silly for being afraid. Like, I think that you just, it's the same thing like when your parents tell you when you're driving on the road, you're not just driving for yourself, you're driving for you and the other person. So I think it's it's that same kind of concept. Like you're not going out there to be cautious for yourself. Like you're going to have to think and be cautious between you and another person. If you see somebody close to you, like back up, always have your mask. If you feel uncomfortable, always have some sanitizer. Like just be cautious and conscious about what's happening around you because you will have some persons that go out there and really don't care and think that there's nothing wrong um, and will try to be all up on you. No, no, bro. I don't know where you've been for the past three months. I can't vouch for you. And that last Snapchat I see with your friends over one party with, with 75 people and be in phase 1B, negative. <laughs> I can't trust it. It's, it's true, honey, because it's not, I don't think it's the desire to go to these places that's been lost. 
I think it's now just you're weighing out the pros and cons of doing it. So yes, I still want to go out. I still want to meet up with my friends, but at the same time, it's like, what have my friends been doing? Uh, <laughs> have you been around 47 people while I've been staying home trying to be safe and now I'm going to be exposed to what those 47 people have had? Right, and then or, they go on a hug, hug and everything like that. and then I, I'm going to let you know. So I went to the food store to do my run this week and I ran into a friend in the food store and I was just like, hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. Hello. I really want to hug you right now. I really do, but it's like... You know, I for our safety. It. It's not even just my safety, like you said. It's for our safety. I'm going to hear you from a distance and be like, okay, have a great day. But I think it's all, it's just an adjustment that everybody's going to have to learn how to make. It's the new normal that we're going to be going into. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's, it takes some time. It's going to be the new normal. I mean, because at the end of the day, you can't, you can't be locked up forever. Like, mm-hmm. That don't make that don't that literally does not make sense. Yeah. It literally does not make sense to be locked up in our houses forever, especially when all of us are not locked up. Because you're essential <laughs> workers, everybody is now essential. Everybody yeah. got to go to the food store. Everybody got to go to church now. So like, not only that, some businesses are now allowed to open back up. So essentially, like, we're transitioning back into, like you said, the new normal. It's just about still being safe while doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I was very happy to see that. Not, even though we had one new case yesterday, um, I'm very happy to see that our hospitalized cases are now only two, and we only have 30 cases active. Because okay. for a while, it was like 45 cases active for at least like a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, I, I think mentally, because persons are so frustrated with being locked down, persons are taking the necessary steps to ensure that they don't have to be. So I think that's the good thing about it. Um, just remember to continue to be safe and cautious and mm-hmm. we'll get through it. No doubts about that. Okay. But another movement that uh, seems to be forcing people to adjust to the new normal, the Black Lives Matter movement took full steam last week. Uh, we spoke about it on our last podcast. Uh, they did a lot of peaceful protesting and there have been some results to it. So the Initially, only one of the officers had been charged with second-degree murder. Mm-hmm. And as a result of the protesting, not only in uh, Minneapolis, but across the entire United States, essentially, uh, all four of the police officers have been charged. So that is one victory for the movement so far, as well yeah. as it has urged the... Brianna Taylor case to be reopened. So I think that the protest is having beneficial impact on the way persons react and interact with black persons or mm-hmm. persons of color. So I want persons to continue to fill out um, the different protesting forms and make sure to still donate to the different causes to help and make sure that the Black Lives Matter movement goes on. That I, I, I want to ask, because I, maybe you guys know something more than I don't. So a good friend of mine brought up something that didn't even really phase me that much or didn't, I didn't really think about it, but the Black Lives Matter movement 
now has the attention of the world. They are now to the point where they have even drowned out the global pandemic. Correct. Has anybody, except Al Sharpton, has anybody actually come forward and say, these are our demands? Because them doing a giant pedestrian in Washington, D.C. that says Black Lives Matter and making the street the name, don't do that for me. So has anybody, do y'all know of anybody that's literally taken the time up to say, these are what we would demand to do? Because demands have been made for other groups where they have made, you know, negotiations and it's been fruitful. Because like right now, like you can't, if somebody is non-binary, whatever that means, you can't, you can't discriminate against them in the workplace. Like you'd be fired, you'd be sued, you'd, be, you'd go to jail. So I'm trying to understand if, is there anybody even negotiating on their behalf or is person, are persons just literally just screaming in the street, Black Lives Matter for awareness? Like, I feel like we are past the awareness stage at this point. We now in the, we need to now make demands. If you scream in for police reform, what is it? Don't just scream police reform. You need to actually say what it is, what you think it should be. So I was just wondering, do you guys know of anybody that's been doing that or have I missed that? Um, so from my knowledge, from what I've been witnessing, it's the protest has been mainly to bring about justice for past murders. Um, and then for social injustice <laughs> as a whole. Um, it hasn't been necessarily to make changes in any other regard. Like you said, that's from what I'm understanding. So it's more so bringing justice for these deaths that have been overlooked or that have been swept under the rug. So all of these murders that have been happening um, and the police officers are still working or um, the citizens are still allowed to freely um, move about with their lives while these persons are now dead. So that's my understanding of what's been happening. Um, but very true, is there any direction of what the goal is for the Black Lives Matter? Well, um, yeah, I haven't heard anybody making any specific demands per se. Um, but earlier today, I was watching something on the news. Um, I think it was the Florida news, and they had like this segment where different people was on were on. Um, and they would say, these are some of the things that we would want to change or would like to change. But to say, did did these recommendations go up to higher, you like know, Like to Congress higher, or do you right, get there? I don't know. I don't think so. But I know that people have their recommendations, but have it, has it made it that far up? I don't know. I haven't heard anything. Okay. I, I think everything really takes time. I don't know of a lot of persons, you know, we were in the age of social media. So uh, there are a lot of activists on social media explaining different things and trying to give everyone a better understanding of what's going on. Um, so um, basically we can't crack all, all the eggs in one basket at once. So they're going to start off with the police reform and they're, and they're trying to do other things like, you know, equal pay amongst minorities and, you know, their Caucasian counterparts and different things like that. You can't do everything at once. Um, I, I, I think another issue is a lot of persons are not aware of what these persons are doing because the, the news stations are not covering them. 
they, they're mm-hmm. fighting to get under those spaceships. So everything is a fight. So it's not that these persons are not out here trying to get things done. It, it's a matter of, you know, going on the internet and trying to find out for yourself, basically. But, every, but everything is take time. Um, they're starting off with the reform, and hopefully that'll progress into other systematic issues that we can um, rectify. Okay. Yeah. Um, over the past few weeks, I've seen a lot of celebrities and social media influencers also posting online. Do you feel like social media has definitely assisted in a positive way or a negative way with these different movements? Both. Yeah, both. I, I, yeah. I, I feel like the bad apples in the movement. Um, persons who are not like-minded will, will use those bad apples to ignore actual issues. Yep. Um, but at the same time, there's power in numbers and everyone's using social media. And I feel like they have been making a difference lately. Um, TikTok has responded to a lot of um, allegations made against them. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what the other platforms have, have been doing, but I do know that TikTok has responded to the inequality in, in allegations that were made towards them, and they've apologized for it, and, and they've um, set policies to fix it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I think I agree with Trent too. I think it's both. Um, you have persons who have, are actually protesting to bring awareness and to make change and reform, and you have persons who um, try to. You do have some, even some of the good protesters. I guess you can say good. Um, they even get so angry that at one point they just decided to like. You have some persons who just in their anger broke glasses, right? But then you have persons that are behind them that take advantage of that and hop into Gucci and pull themselves out of bag. So you have that happening. And then on top of that, other persons see it and are like, oh, let's jump on that too. Because you know, there were reports that persons who didn't even live in, in Minnesota or live in New York were just coming, driving down and just jumping in, leaving what they can and then leaving. And then you also have um, recently, I think it was this week, where there was a trend for some IG influencers legitimately like just posing fake photos. So that was my that was my thing because there are a few where one she's dressed up in her overalls, she threw a bit of paint on her overalls, and she saw this man drilling up plywood on a few yep, storefronts, and she was like, "Oh, can you use your drill so I can take a few pictures?" Luckily, someone recorded. But then there are some that just absolutely Do you think don't she's care. Actually, she's actually a journalist. She works for the Washington edition or something like that. You like she's still, exactly, that she lost her job. She did? Yeah, she lost her job for doing that. Yes. But there was, there was another one who absolutely obviously didn't care because she was wearing this full black gown in the middle of the, the street. Uh, she really a that. few of the protesters were walking close to her. And then she hopped into the street with her sign. They took the photo and then they walked off. And I was just like, wow. Is it, going to, is it going to take so much out of you to actually assist with the cause and actually walk for 30 assist? minutes, actually talk to some people, understand what's happening, what's going on? That's my thing. They don't have to there for one picture. But the flip side of that, that they will say is, no, we are using our platform for good. We are protesting your injustice. 
while still benefiting from it. Did you guys um, hear about the little boy that protested in his neighborhood by himself because his parents didn't allow him to go and protest? He's like 12 or something, and he, has, and he had his little sign. He was all over the nose. It was too cute. And he's marching by himself with his sign. That is so cool. Yeah. In his cool. white neighborhood. Love it. Um, and then... I feel like a lot of celebrities have also been canceled this week uh, because of you know, things they've done in their past that because of the movement has been brought back to life or because of their silence. So I know especially on Tuesday, uh, there was a blackout movement where persons posted either the Black Lives Matter fists as their emoji or they just blacked out everything on their social media for that day. There were also celebrities that chose to still promote whatever they were promoting. So promote their movies, promote their TV shows, promote their cooking wear on this day. There were white actors and actresses that maybe their publicists told them to post and say, I support the Black Lives Matters movement or something inside them decided that they wanted to post and it did not turn out great. So. One of those persons is Leah Michelle. She decided that, you know what, I'm going to post and say that I'm supporting the Black Lives Matter movement, so you should too. What turned out was that a Black co-star person responded to that post. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, you, you support us now after you're the same one who told us that you're going to pull off my wig and... <laughs> As a chalky eye sticks inside it. Okay, cool. Yep. Um, so that backfired. Back. Do you think that mm -hmm. if you aren't supporting the movement or if you aren't genuine in it, that you should not be posting about it? I think you're not that genuine with it, don't post nothing. It's a lose-lose situation, really. Because if you don't say anything about it, you, you still will be attacked. Like, you, you yeah. have to be smart. What you should say is, you know, I, I had certain beliefs in the past due to what society has taught me to believe, but I'm tr now trying to gain an, an understanding of what these persons are going through as minorities in my country. You should post something like that, you know? But, but don't but be quiet. For me, for me, saying it is one thing, because I can have my publicist type up something beautiful. Yeah. I can post that. But if I'm still not doing nothing, if I'm not out there protesting or talking with people and trying to understand it, that's a whole different thing. So I would rather, if you're not interested in general, then just don't say don't nothing say at nothing. all. I, just stay I, out I, of it. I agree. But, but the thing yeah, with the Leah case, anything. the Leah case wasn't that it was a black actress, as she did it too. Um, I don't think that the motive around it was that she's racist. It turns out that she's just a bad co-star. Yeah, she's but, just rude. Right. And, and that's why she's not as relevant as she was, I believe. Right. <laughs> but it's just that she did it to black people as well. So all of that culminated into you're just just don't do it. Just don't don't talk to us. Just stay in your corner. Just you know, be quiet. Yeah. But there was, there was an ally that um, decided to post, and she also was ridiculed. 
Emma Watson has been protesting for all injustices um, for years. So she decided to put up the black square on her social media. However, as most social media influencers try to do, they try to keep their aesthetic on their page. So if you put one black thing, you wanted to put all three of your top uh, boxes as black. So that's what she did. And she was okay. ridiculed for making the movement more of an aesthetic versus just taking a cause. I don't agree with that because she still supported. Um, and it, for me, it was genuine. It's just, yes, I'm going to support, but at the same time, I want to make my support look good. That's now, I will be honest, because somebody who was on my Instagram has done that, and they black. So some people just have that OCD awareness that they just cannot have. thinking too much into it. Yes. And I that's, like, that's what I was going to say. But not that. I think that some, I think that in this instance too, we have a lot of black persons that are out there criticizing and Anything slamming else. Caucasian just who because. are trying to mm-hmm. help, but they just don't know or they, they don't understand. And in the fact that they being, now some can be toned up, right? Mm-hmm. But the ones who you know genuinely are not being toned up and they're just really trying to show support in the way that they think is best. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we should shame and criticize them. I think that we should definitely pull them aside and help them understand that, hey, I know you probably posted for this, but let me tell you as a Black person, this is actually perceived, just so that you could understand that it's not okay. Yeah. Because we can't, I feel like if we keep shaming and criticizing, the cycle will never end. Sure. You can't be shaming people who actually on your side, and don't. I think, and I think a lot of black people are doing that. They take an advantage, and they they now trash and be, like. I feel like they really trying to inflict the same pain or injustices to white folks. So like, yeah. making them lose their jobs, and oh yeah, we shouldn't watch our movies, and like, you you still you you really know better than them if that's how your mindset is. Right. I it's just like you a different know? type of thing. Right. I, I just feel like to, to Amos, what Nadia said, like in terms of the whole canceling thing, it's become a um, trendy thing. Oh, let me jump on this bike wagon to attack this person. And it shouldn't be that. Okay. So another family that typically jumps on the bandwagon, also was in the news these past two weeks. So there is a list that, is gen- that generates the top earners in any particular field, as well as the billionaires throughout the entire region. That is the Forbes list. The Forbes list, <laughs> the My Forbes list for two years has named one of the Kardashian-Jenners as the highest-grossing self-made billionaires in the world. That young lady is Miss Kylie Jenner. I, I, I will say this. <laughs> I only have one thing to say. <laughs> I thought you didn't want to talk. Right, I, 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 I didn't even say the talk for <laughs> I didn't want to say I always thought it was, especially that she became a billionaire very quickly. There we go. You guys can now carry the conversation. <laughs> so the rumors, because nothing has been 100% confirmed, but mm-hmm. the, the rumors and speculation is 
that her team has been forging the documents uh, that would have stated that she was a billionaire or that her company was worth a billion dollars. Now, a lot of persons don't understand how Forbes determines the net yeah. worth of a person. So I did a bit of research and it turns out that yeah. Forbes does their research over throughout the course of the year. And the majority of that information comes from the person themselves. So if I want to say, so Forbes comes to me and says, Ramesh, how much are you worth? Well, you know, I'm worth a million dollars. Yeah, that's, that's my net worth. They're going to use that information along with the companies that I own, the properties that I own, and my bank account information. So it's a combination of your assets as well as your um, solid earnings. There are also persons that have private assets that they don't declare. So I may be on the board of a company that I have under an alias, or I may have some bank accounts in Switzerland that are unaccounted for. So truthfully, it's just a guesstimation of how much someone is worth. Forbes does not necessarily know 100% that this person is worth this amount. That being said, they are saying that the information that they would have gotten from the company forged some information stating that she was worth this billion dollars. Do you think that this family that's already synonymous with drama and a lot of inconsistencies forged this information? I need to ask Forbes who their auditor was because that article was posted months ago. So I need to understand how now we months later into this, that we're now understanding and deciding that she is now not For the second year. This, this isn't the first year. This is the second year that she's a billionaire. Right. So I need them to basically tell me what happened. Who dropped I need the ball to talk to yeah. Who dropped the ball? I, I do want to ask, why don't you think it's valid that she's a billionaire? I don't know. But I'm following, okay. following to do that, though. Either Chris Jenner is a really good businesswoman or they wasn't fully honest with her earnings because I, I, I found it quite unusual for mm. one person who have, who has a makeup line to jump to a billion dollars so quickly when you have other celebrities who has done many things and there was no nail as close to a billion dollars like but, she was. And I, and, I do want, and I do understand that net worth that doesn't mean that you have a billion dollars. It's just your net. But I just found it strange. I was like, really? So oh, no. I will say the Kylie cosmetic line, which is the Kylie lip kit and Kylie skin, all these different umbrella that's the umbrella company for it every time she does a launch she sells out immediately like instantly so to compare her to some other artists that may drop something and it sells out after a month or two i could understand it. i can see how it happened because i watch i don't know if a lot of persons are familiar with jackie stan shane dawson I'm sorry? Jeffree Star and Shane Dawson, they're two YouTube. Yes. Right. Makeup, yeah. I know, I'm more familiar with Jeffree, not Shane. 
So they did an experiment. They did an experiment this last year where Shane did a collaboration with Jeffree Star on a makeup line. And off of that one makeup line, they just did one. They didn't do any uh, fulfillment of this order. They, they just, once they did that one shipment, that was it. Shane was able to make $20 million profit as just the person collaborating with the Jeffree Star company. Wow. Jeffree Star himself would have made more money because it's his line. Okay? From just one shipment. So imagine an entire conglomerate that continuously sells this Right, and continuously sells out. So in I don't want to say it's impossible. Because if we look at Fenty Beauty, Fenty Beauty has truly helped Rihanna's network to go up as well. Mm-hmm. The only issue is Rihanna isn't 100%, and I could be corrected if I'm wrong, but Rihanna isn't 100% owner of Fenty. Well, neither is, neither is um, Kylie. Anymore. Kylie's not 100%. Kylie sold. Ladies, be sure yes. She's going fifty-one percent to Cody. Right. But did you realize that now? The only thing, jumping back to the original topic, the only reason I would I would gather that the documents could potentially have been forged is because her current CEO, who was only there since January, also stepped down for personal reasons, which leads me to believe that maybe you had something to do with this, or maybe they need a fall guy because you only been there since January. No, so the, the CEO that stepped down never took the role. He was appointed but never worked for the company. He resigned because of this allegation, these allegations that he does not want to be affiliated with. As well as he is the CEO appointed by Cody. That isn't anybody who worked for Kylie's company prior to. Kylie became a billionaire prior to her selling out of the company. Mm. So all of that needs to be taken into account. She could have been a billionaire with her having the full shares. And then because she oh, sells some of her Right, and she sold for $600 million. So even if she Not didn't have the billion before, she could have it now. Not even let's go do a makeup line. Huh? You're going to do a makeup line, Trent? Let's go, Nadia. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you. If you notice, if you notice right now, I'm currently... Hey, I'm a little shimmer, the little shimmer on the teeth. <laughs> So Trent, we will put this together. Oh, sorry, y'all can see my cousin hanging out to play today. But yeah, Trent, you see I look a little dewy today, right? That's a little bit of don't turn on the AC because I can't afford the DL. Okay. How do they do it in the on the videos on the on IG they scrolling up? I'm wearing Trent. I'm wearing Trent 101. I don't know if you guys can see it. It's Trent 101. <laughs> Someone who is savvy with the whole business. Um, this whole discussion. Um, why is it that perfumes and colognes can't bring the same result? Is it because they're cheaper than actual makeup? I don't know how much makeup is. You mean in terms of generating the revenue? Yeah. So how long do you use yourself as, as a person? How long do you keep a cologne? I'm stingy, so I keep a, a cologne for a very long time. So let's use any one person. I may only buy one to two to three colognes in a year. Makeup for some young women go out in Monthly. a month. Yeah. Every yeah. five weeks. 
Right. The fans can make up artists. They they can do a, a very large amount of people in a week alone. So bi-weekly, they may have to go and purchase makeup right. in bugs. And so, everybody home doing their makeup every day and on TikTok. Bam. On that don't rush challenge. You know how much Kylie make off for that? Yeah. You know how much people was restocking? So that's why I don't think it's it's unrealistic that it could happen. However, the, like I said, the family has, has their share of drama. Um, and like you said, Trent, Chris Jenner, she know how to secure a bag. She know how to she Momager of the year. Honestly, anyone that Jackie. can turn a scandal into an empire, I don't care. I don't care how much you hate that family. The fact that they could have turned that one thing. Yes, they were well off. They were never, you know, rag, it's not a rags to riches story. But the fact that I could come up and say, yes, I went from fixing someone's clothes in their house to now walking the carpet at the Met Gala, where only the elite of the elite are invited. Yeah. And not only me, you know, not only me who did the come up, me, my sisters, my mommy, their boyfriends, <laughs> everybody, everybody got to come up. So I, I feel that, you know, she have a, I don't know what she's doing. But I gotta give her two clocks for that. So that's why I feel like it's likely she could have turned Kylie little makeup um, line into this big thing. You know, like I think it is too. I, I I think that social media has assisted celebrities Definitely. with relevant for a period of time. Because before Kim Kardashian, we had something. And then and now you even hear about Parcells in. If Parcells had had social media like Kim has now, she would have been huge. I don't think that, you know, I think for Paris's end, Paris had more to lose, as well as she, she didn't try to turn it into a PR trend. It was more of a, let me shove this in the closet and lock this up. She has wealth. Remember, yeah. Paris has wealth. And her wealth is more detrimental than Kim's own. Kim's own was actually made. They have to make their own wealth right now, which is right. why, which is why Chris tries to manage their scandal. Paris is supposed to inherit the entire Hilton, Hilton hotel man. across the globe. And you know the Santa is there at Hilton Hotel. Really? Really? Yes. Trent, yes. You yes. Can the family. Paris, oh, don't gone for the rich. Well, she was already filthy rich. But Kim started out as Paris's fat um, closet organizer. Yeah. He organized her clothes and then styled her and then went out with her. Paris has to inherit the Hilton fortune. I don't need no scan. Paris and Paris and been billionaires long time. I didn't know that. Okay. I knew that, but I didn't think she was much of a business person in that. It it's inherited. It has to be. But maybe in her younger years, she was just living off the right. money, having fun. I, you know, she had I, that show, The Real Life, or something. I will say that. She was living. Yeah, she was young, but now that she's older, you barely see her in social media. You barely see barely see her doing anything out of the way now. Let me, so let me. She, they, she's probably already now been curving into being a business person. 
Let me say something about I love that. Parson and Parson the cool together. I still love them together. So true. So funny. Just like how, just like how the Kardashians spun off of the sex tape, Paris and Nicole spun off being party girls. So they used right. that. So it wasn't that they didn't have the business acumen or weren't focused on it. They just knew what to spend. So I'm not going to spend that. I, I have one of the biggest sex tapes out right now. That's not my, that's not the lane I try to build for myself. What I am trying to build is I am the bad socialite in this business and I get invited everywhere and y'all just have to worry about it. So she spun that. She spun that. I got money. I got money to burn, you know. I could fill my swimming pool up with money and my bank account still don't look like nothing come out of it. I would totally fail in that area. What? Being rich? No, like, I, 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 could, I couldn't, I can't stay relevant and be the force of my own fame by partying. Like, that wouldn't be my, I would suck. Popular but unpopular opinion. Stars are blind is a bop. Okay? Let me just put that in there now. I'm logging off the show. That is a timeless bop. I listen to that at least twice a year. (laughs) At least twice a year. Wow. (laughs) I'm going to just let that run and go and just like, okay. I don't know what else to say. I'm just going to say, okay. You know, so speaking of opinions, let's go into our final topic of the day. So we're going to do a few ranking. But I do want to put a versus out to you before we get into our ranking challenge. So I've had this argument with a few of my friends before. So I want to bring it to you here at the podcast. Childhood best friend versus adult best friend. Who ranks supreme? Logging off. Who ranks what? Who ranks supreme? My my current best friend. So your adult best Thank friend. You. My adult best friend. Okay. My childhood best friend doesn't even live in Nassau anymore. Okay, that's your argument. Go on, Anya. <laughs> um, this is hard. <laughs> um. Wow, I I would say my current best friend. Oh lord, I'm gonna get killed. Okay, yeah. why? Why a current over your childhood? No, why are you putting me in this position? I'm putting all of us in Because we waited. I, I guess, I just because, I just, be, I guess because I just, we communicate more often and, and we do a little bit more things together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he would rank supreme. But I love them all equally. Okay. Trent? Um... When answering this question, you have to keep in mind <laughs> that who you were when you were 12 years old may not necessarily be Trent, the Trent, same person Trent. that you are now. Um, Trent, Trent, just answer. Just answer. Your current best friend. Okay. Now, if your childhood best friend turns out to be a current best friend, great. No, but we asking you, Trent. <laughs> We're asking you. Don't, don't swing this on us and try to make us feel like, oh, you you all insightful. No, bro. <laughs> Which one ranks supreme for you today? The current. Always the current. Right. The current. There you current. Go. Current. Current. So, so I'm the best friend. You heard Trent? 
That's also why he still didn't win Best Dress of Prom. Ooh, the heat. I got it. So I will say this. For me, my childhood best friend has been my best friend since grade one. So we have had all of the experiences that you need to have. You had the fallouts in high school. You know, you have to have the random fallout in high school when you go from one grade to the next for some reason. No, nothing, yeah. major, nothing major, but you just have to have that one fallout. And then you get back and you be like, what the hell you wasn't talking about? Why weren't we talking? Then you go through your first times in life, you know, you have those phone calls like, oh, I was drunk last night for the first time in my life. I ain't doing this again. Oh, I can tell you my first time. They've had all of, most of your childhood best friends, if they were genuine and real, have witnessed you through a lot of your first. Now, your adult best friend has witnessed you, I would say, post-glow up. So they have seen your work challenges. They have been there to understand your adult challenges. So that girlfriend or boyfriend that you really loved, that broke your heart. They have witnessed that one. They have witnessed your, your boss getting on your last nerve and having to take you out for that drink at the bar. So it, for me, it goes to, do you go with the person that you shared your memories with or the person that Brandon, you, you want question? I'm going to thank you very much. Thank <laughs> you. The person that you <laughs> built Nadia memories with or the Nadia person me. you blame Nadia, not me. I wash you, I smiled. <laughs> <laughs> the person that you built the memories with or the person that you're building your life with now. So I like all three of you saying that it's your current because your current is the person who is seeing you at your best right now. They're seeing you depressed on your work, but seeing you where you're at now. For me, I can't choose. I'm, I'm going to be like Trent in a way, but I just can't choose. If I selected you as a best friend, you are a best friend. Mm-hmm. So where have you seen me when I was younger? You've known no, me all of my no. life. No, it's the truth for me. So I have, two, I have two best friends at this current time. So I have persons that... I've had my best friend from, like I said, grade one, and then I've, I've built a best friend that I've known for a few years. I can't say that my experiences with one overweighs my experiences with the other. Agree, totally. For you, Nadia, I could understand the change because you don't have no. the connection with the person right now. For oh, me, I still, right. I still laugh and kiki and kaka with all two of them. So I can't choose and say one is higher than the other. That's true. So I'll, that's I'll give you that. Well, I'll give you that for now. My decision. Nonetheless, my two main best friends, we talk every day and we have a group chat. Um, we all live in separate places at this point, but we constantly create oh. constant communication. And well, one is back in Nassau now, but the other one is off. I just had to ask but, because one of my best friends told me a while ago that I can't have more than one best friend. So I just needed to know. Oh, more. I have one of those friends too. She be. He be saying that all the time, right? Yes, I think that's impossible. That you meet people at different stages of your life and you grow relationships with them. It does not mean that one is superior than the other. Right. Some best friends are best friends from a distance, which, which automatically dis- disqualifies them from being the best friend, in my opinion. Well. <laughs> 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 
friend is that's just what I said. Okay. I've never okay, so my best friends from I was a kid, we grew apart. So so it's unintentional that we're not best friends now. One of my okay. very, very close best friends when I was in primary school got laced, unfortunately. They're not even in their right mind because they chose the wrong path. So we grew apart. My best friend now, um, I think that's my best friend, but I think they have another <laughs> best friend. I'm not sure. Next topic, please, because I can't. I can't. I can't with friends. I'm done. <laughs> I, have, um, I have close friends. I don't know about the best friend, but I have close friends, I should say. I don't know about the best friend. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> you can't fault you for that. All right. So now to our rankings. Now, a lot of persons, we're going to go through three, three categories that we're going to rank the top five items up. A lot of persons have some weird favorites, and we're going to learn about the community's weird favorites today. So, uh -uh. going from left to right, so on my screen, that will be you, Trent. We're going to see what are your top five cereals? Wow, um, I love cereals. <laughs> wow. I don't eat a lot of them. Because they're very high in calories, but uh. five to one. So go from fifth to first place. Oh no, I can't do that. I have to go. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, so Fruit Loops. Okay. Fruit Loops. Um, I thought Fruit Loops would have been higher. Peanut butter crunch. Oh. That's a serious. I, I, I can't lose a lot of mine. Okay, just give me your five. I can't lose a lot. Give me your five. Okay. <laughs> Fruit Loops, Peanut Butter, Crunch, Honey Bunches of Oats. Um, Are this plain Honey Bunches of Oats or this, this um, with almonds? Um, all Honey Bunches of Oats. It's good Honey Bunches of Oats. <laughs> <laughs> all Honey Bunches of Oats. It's good Honey Bunches of Oats. Oh. I, want, I want to say Special K. I feel like I'm missing something, but I don't remember what it is. You have one more if you add special K. Okay, Tanya? Wow, five to one. Um, I'm going to start with honey bunches of oats with almonds. That's five. Okay. Very low on the list, okay. Four. For the cornflakes, I really like cornflakes. Sugar, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I would do tricks. Okay. This is tricks. Tricks. I love tricks. Oh my god. <laughs> um, and then Fruit Loops, and then Apple Jacks. Oh boy, Anya, I just. Mm -mm. Next. Next. I'm not normal. Wow. Apple Jacks are bomb, though. She had a nice list, and she said Apple Jacks. Cut that right so, out. I out. have to go from one to five, and y'all can oh. hate my top two. I know. I love it. I love it already. Y'all can hate my top two. So, my top 
cereal in the absolute world. <coughs> that I just buy oh, nice. and hide it in my bedroom cabinet. But nobody else can have it. Because they only is make the little small ones. They don't make family size no more. Is none other than Golden Grams. Golden Grams is my number one cereal. In That's the like world. the square thing with this, the white. Um, no. That's for us in many weeks. Yeah. No. Golden Grams, Google it, and you'll see it. That's, the, that's just a gold square on you. It ain't, it ain't worth it. It ain't, it ain't worth you, looking up. Oh, my God. This is like cereal from my... Ooh, I know. Something. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. So, that's my top one. I told you, y'all can hate my top two. My second one mm-hmm. is none yeah. other than Smacks with the green toad on the box. Chuck, what is this? Smacks is my number two thing in the world. What is this? Oh my god. What is that? That's a lot. That actually isn't that bad. It is before. I it's my bad. My third favorite cereal is Fruit Loops. My fourth is Apple Jacks. And my fifth would actually have to be Honeycomb. Y'all remember Honeycomb? I do. They got very wet very quickly, and it just was <laughs> no. If you didn't eat them immediately, those were mush in your bowl. Okay? That's how it's been about Apple Jacks. Um, three out of the five. Oh, yes. Honeycombs are gross. They was mush. And you okay. need to, like, add sugar. Yeah. No, you don't add sugar, Anya. It's eat as is. Nah. Okay, and, um, let me ask. Before I give you all the correct list. Um, <laughs> Good one. Do you eat your cereal with milk or cream and water? I will answer this personally. I will say that if your cereal is is flaky, corn flakes, honey bunches of oats, uh, frosted flakes, it can be eaten with milk or cream and water. Just milk. Now, any any other cereal for me is milk. Okay. Milk, that's it. No cream and water. Hold on, though. Do you put cereal then? I put cereal and then the milk. Right, because cereal I need then milk. Right, I need to make sure that my food. Proper. it's a proper My ratio needs to be correct. Yeah. And my ratio is dependent on the amount of cereal, not the amount of milk. Yeah. My ratio is dependent on the amount of milk when I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> When I'm in a bad mood, I put the milk first. I'm sorry. All right. But let me give you all... Yeah, 24-hour's got to go that way. But this is the absolute correct list of cereal that you need to purchase and live your life off of. Okay? Let's have this. So number five is going to be Rice Krispies Treats. Honorary mention. No, no comment. Honorary mention, yeah, I hate listening to snap, crackle, and flicking talk. Go ahead. Listen, I need, my, I need to have conversation with my cereal in the morning to let me know I'm awake. You know? Do you put sugar in it, Ramesh? Yes. 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 I, I don't have any sugar in it. Number four. 
Annie, I am with you. I need cornflakes. I need to go back to the good old days to remember yeah, what girl. it was. Yes. You can make cornflakes fun. You can put bananas in it, strawberries. You can make it what you need it to be. Do you know that cornflakes is frosted flakes without the sugar? So you will just need to add the sugar and it's the same thing? It is. Cornflakes don't taste as good as they used to back then. I don't know what happened. I disagree. I think it's still good. Number three. It's special K. But I'm going to say special K strawberry. Ew. Damn yeah. dry up strawberry. In the, anyway, okay. Nadia, and unfortunately, you cannot re-enter this conversation after your number one. <laughs> Her list. After your list, I can't invite you back to the conversation. Number two is going to have to be Fruit Loops. Ah, the number one spot. Number one spot is the only cereal that any and everybody needs in their cabinet, and that is going to be Miss Honey Punches of Old Almond. Ew. If that is not a staple in your diet growing up, unfortunately, I've never even seen Honey Punches of Old So I grew up in a household with more mature people. So my breakfast cereals used to be Raisin Cereals, um, Conflict. I've I never, actually, I've never had the sugar cereals to be a, a fan of the sugar cereals. I actually love the Raisin Bran with the raisins on it. It's pretty good. I hate raisins. What are those? I hate raisins too. It tastes good with the raisins. Like have you, you ever tried it? Yes. No, I don't pick up my raisin. I eat them. If you get raisin raisin brand brand brunch, raisin brand brunch is the thing, though. That's, 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 that's the business. That's it. <laughs> that's it. All right. So since Nadia, who had this word list, we're going to move on to the second item. Our top five sodas. So you don't have to put it in order, but just give me your top five sodas. Coke. Okay. Coke is number one. I know Coke. Is real and ginger beer. <laughs> I think Fanta on that list. I feel like Fanta on that list. Fanta is the brand, baby. Which Fanta? You would go wrong right now. Flavors. If you orange, I would have been like, okay, keep going. But no. Grape. No, Fanta rich. Wow. Grapes are good. Fanta is a good one. I would say Pepsi on that list. And I would say Pepsi? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are these all Coke products then? Because this would be so much easier. Champagne. 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 I love grape. I'm sorry. The Fanta grape, I ain't gonna lie. That really is good. All, all okay. Fanta's good. Fanta's like honey Wow. So devil lied to you, but okay. <laughs> yours is grape, um, gumbay punch, gumbay champagne, and what else, shrimp? Um, I like Jonkalo. Yeah, that's gumbay punch. But but there's the white can and the cold can. The so one is gumbay punch and one is champagne. champagne. Yeah. Okay, so that's three, right? Uh huh. Um, 
I don't drink sodas, so I might as well just stop right now. But those are the three sodas that I like if I do drink. Do you all want me to inform you? Do you all want me to let y'all know a bad soda that Trent drinks and enjoys? Can you what? Bear? What I mean. Is it Moose Bear? Diet Pepsi. Yes, it has zero calories. Yes, Diet Pepsi. Yes. Diet Pepsi. Pepsi. It's not for weight loss purposes. You enjoy drinking this. You would pick Diet Pepsi. He would go in the store and select I, it. Okay, so if I'm on a diet and I need a drink, my you drink needs drink to be water zero calories. It's going to be, I, and I need some taste. Thank you very much. It's going to be Diet Pepsi. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I like, it doesn't provide you with a good taste, though. Like, that's not the taste I'm going after. Thank you very much. Doesn't it give you, like, a bad aftertaste? It does. Pepsi, on a whole, gives me an aftertaste. I like Wild Cherry Pepsi, though. Anyway, Anya, let's go to you. Um, let's see. Wild Cherry Pepsi. I like the grapefruit, the, the grapefruit. The, okay, the grapefruit. Yeah, grapefruit. Sweat, sweat, grapefruit. Oh, yes. um, Coke. Okay. Champagne. Fanta grape. All oh, Fantas. And Sprite. That's fine, okay. right? Yes. Right. Once again, I have to educate the persons on the community team as to what sodas they should be drinking in their diet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> there is one soda that for a long period of time was not available in the Bahamas. And I will tell you, every time that I travel to the great United States of America, <laughs> the minute I got off the plane, Dr. Pepper would have been the first drink that I had to purchase. I don't remember how that tastes. Dr. Pepper is iconic. And it is an essential beverage. It is it's a must soda. That's number one. Sure. Yeah, uh, does have like a root berry taste. It's a root berry, cherry, cokey. It's a it's a blend of all three. It's really good. Too so much. It's really good. I have an aftertaste. My mommy loves I'm with you root on it. Root is the number two beverage. Ew. It is. Followed by Coke. Then Sweps um, grapefruit. Mm-hmm. And the final beverage is Sprite. I said that from three dogs. Three dogs. To Sprite. Yeah, I think that. I said Sprite though. Yes. I like the red Mountain Dew. That's my fifth one. Red Mountain Dew. Oh, Mountain Dew just oh, needs to be arrested and jailed. Period. Mountain Dew as a family just needs to go. Anything <laughs> from the Pepsi brand, I do not enjoy. I'm sorry, I don't enjoy their their line of products. Yeah, they little. Yeah, I just too, like the wild. It's type too of sugary. Food. I think that's what it is. I enjoy the acid of a soda, and Pepsi is really saturated with sugar that I you lose the acid and you get a lot of sugar, and I'm not here for it. That's not what I come oh, to my table for. Knuckle, knuckle, He's not here for it. Though. So, so you don't like Fondas because they are very sweet. I don't like what Fantas. Yeah, Fantas aren't my go-to sodas. No, like if okay. it's if it's in the cooler at a, a picnic or a party, I'm gonna Ain't dig around like. it to see if anything else is there, and then I'm gonna come back to it. Ain't nothing like a Fanta. Ain't nothing like a Fanta with a Thai snack. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I have a Coke. I have a Coke with a Thai snack though. So I know I sent you another list of items. So we're gonna we're gonna throw that one away, and we're gonna do one more thing. So our final ranking, this one is going to be more genuine. You have no idea what it was going to be. But juices. 
What are your top five juices? Not drinks. Okay, so I did not say drink. Juice. Orange. This one I want you to rank. This is the one I want you to put in order. Okay, so thank you. Mm, this is hard, man. I don't really drink juice like that. That's what I'm about to say. My only one is literally orange, orange juice. <laughs> and then if 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 you know orange juice and only apple juice there, then I will drink apple juice. But that's apple juice should not have ever been created. Well, that's that's the only thing I drink. Sorry, you will hold it out. I don't want to hold it out. Grape juice. I can like, do. I can do like orange juice, apple juice, fruit punch. Is that a juice? Fruit punch no. juice. Fruit punch no, that's a, a concentrate. That's not a juice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let you me help you all out. Lying. Because y'all don't know. Let me just help you out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna finish it off for you right now. You sound like you about to say pomegranate. Right no, 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 no. He so probably the, will, Nadia. He probably will. Number five is cranberry. Oh yeah, cranberry. Exactly. You, you, need, you need a little bit of tartness in your life some days, you know? You I don't like very good for your mulatto. Very exactly. good for your mulatto. You just need Thank that you. room, you know? You need that little kiss at the back of your tongue, you know? Number four is grapefruit, okay? Once Never. again, you need that little... Ooh, no, I know. I'm not voluntarily drinking grapefruit juice. Me neither. I, 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 I grapefruit juice? Nobody. It is it. <laughs> it is nope. it. Nope. Keep it. Number three. Pineapple, pineapple juice is good. That's where I go if I need a little bit of sugar, you know? No. I need a little bit of loving in my life, you know, I go to the little pineapple juice. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Number two. He don't even have a number two. <laughs> I do. I don't remember if he just dispensed or something. Yeah, it's supposed to be suspenseful. Oh. Number two is great. I don't like grape as a soda. I can't I even remember grape, grape juice besides Ribino. The only grape juice I enjoy was the ones what my Grammy used to bring back from the hospital in the little thingies. <laughs> she was a nurse. And I only know about Ribino, so. Number Ribino one is, is good. You can't go bad with orange juice. Orange juice is refreshing. It goes well with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Orange my vodka, juice. it is lit. It's a good oh, mixer. Yeah. <laughs> Orange juice is great for when you're feeling sick and you don't want to take medicine and you want to pretend like you're going to get some healing qualities. You drink a, a, a cup of orange juice. You don't go to oh, apple. Don't you don't drink apple juice to feel healthy. Okay. You hey, don't. Hey, There's my list. Okay. Oh, but we didn't finish. We didn't finish. Oh, Number five, <laughs> cranberry. <laughs> Number four is kiri strawberry. It's not a juice. Number three is apple. Horrible. Number two is orange. Uh, and number one is pineapple. All right. So right now we're going to end the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this week's community. We have enjoyed your company. Continue to listen. Watch us on YouTube at The Community. As well as check out our Instagram page, The Dog Community. As well as we are officially on Apple podcast as well as soundcloud so you can now listen to our podcast they're uploaded on soundcloud so you don't have to worry about watching us on your screen you can start to play the podcast step away and just listen make sure to yep. stay tuned we have some fun things in store for you and thank you for joining us in the community have a great week everybody Bye.